Hey, welcome to a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. In this podcast, Alex gives his perspective on what is going on in the world. It is his mission to bring the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back to The Alex Stone Show. I'm your host, Alex Stone. I'm on a mission to spread the light of the gospel into every aspect of life, and yes, I did say every, including the things that most Christians do not like to discuss, such as politics. Today is Sunday, January 21st, and the leadership principle for today says, a person must be careful not to prejudge someone based on hearsay. Always come into a meeting with an open heart. Always allow yourself to assess the person without, without outside bias. It's only fair to them, and it's only fair to you. After all, why should we live with other people's prejudices and fears? And that's exactly what's going on in the United States of America today. We have prejudged people without actually getting to know them. A great example of this is President Donald J. Trump. People in the media would say, oh, well, he's a racist, he's a bigot, and so people believe what the media is saying, that President Trump is a racist and a bigot. Well, I know for a fact that President Trump is not a racist and a bigot, and the way that I found that out was by watching a documentary called The Trump I Know, which gives President Trump who he is, who he actually is, the things that he's done throughout his life, and how he believes and how he feels about people of color. President Trump is not a racist. With all of that being said, uh, I'm not going to talk about politics anymore today. I'm not going to uh, discuss anything related to politics. Other than that, I was just giving an example of hearsay in today's day and age, in today's generation. <clears throat> because it is a Sunday, I want to give you scripture. I want to give you the word of God, and I want to help uh, encourage you and motivate you in your walk with Christ and how you can get closer to Him. And so last week, I, I on my show last week, I talked about how to create and cultivate intimacy with the Holy Spirit. And that's one of the biggest things that is lacking in the church today. People do not have a close relationship with God. People do not understand who God is and what God wants for them and what God uh, you know, has for them. But they can understand that through creating and cultivating intimacy with the Holy Spirit. And that can happen for every single one of you today. Uh, and, and so for today, I want to talk about uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4. And this is one of the most powerful texts that I've ever read uh, in Scripture, especially for myself as someone who is a pastor. Uh, is I have a calling on my life. I have a charge on my life to talk about the Word of God and to talk about it rightly. And there are so many Christians, there are so many pastors who do not talk rightly about the Word of God. They do not preach it as it ought to be preached. Rather, they preach it out how they feel it ought to be preached or some way, in a way, shape, or form that makes you feel good about yourself. And that's not the Word of God, okay? So 2 Timothy chapter 4, it says, I solemnly charge you before God and Christ Jesus, who is going to judge the living and the dead, and because of his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and 
teaching. So we are called to preach the word, not just myself as a pastor, but every single Christian. We are taught to go preach the word, proclaim the word of God, because the word of God changes lives. The way that you create and cultivate intimacy with the Holy Spirit and with God is by talking about who God is and repeating it back to other people and telling people who God is and what God has done for you. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Always be ready to preach and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he came, he died, and he rose again to forgive us of our sins, to forgive us of our trespasses. That is the gospel in a nutshell. So preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and teaching. And quite frankly, today, there is no patience in the church. We hear one thing, we say one thing, and we lose all our patience and we get angry so quick. But we are called to be patient with other people. We are called to be patient with those who are around us, with brothers and sisters in Christ. Even when they are in their sin, even when they are dealing with everything, we are to be patient with them. We are to help them. We are to be ready in season out and out of season, whether it be correcting, rebuking, or encouraging. We ought to be patient in each and every single one of those things. Verse 3, for the time will come when people will not tolerate or will endure or will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires will multiply and heap up for themselves teachers because they have an itching ears for what they want to hear. And out right now what we have is preachers and pastors who are preaching what they want to hear, what people want to hear, rather than what the Word of God actually says. And this is why the progressive movement, the progressive Christianity movement, is so evil and so corrupt, because it goes with the wind of the culture. When Scripture is very clear that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so the progressive movement, this isn't a political statement, this is just a statement of fact about Christianity. The progressive Christianity movement is not Christianity whatsoever. Rather, it is an adulterated form of godly of godliness in some way, some shape, or form. But it's not godly whatsoever. They're prostituting themselves to evil culture. And it's sad. For the time will come when they will not tolerate sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, will multiply teachers for themselves because they have an itch to hear what they want to hear. That it's okay to be gay. It's okay to live in your sin. It's okay to go do this, 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 and this. Because Scripture doesn't really talk about it. Because Scripture doesn't really say anything about it. And it is corrupt. And it is tearing people's souls down rather than building them up. How do you build someone up? By reading the scripture and reading it rightly, by seeing scripture and seeing it rightly, by seeing Jesus and seeing Jesus rightly. And the progressive Christian movement does not do that. They hate Jesus. They hate God. They hate the God of the Bible. They might claim the name of love. They might claim the title of love, but they are not love because they are not preaching the word of God, how it ought to be preached. And it's damnable heresy. because they have an itch to hear what they want to hear. They will turn away from hearing the truth and will turn aside to myths. 
But as for you, exercise self-control in everything, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. So verse 4 is very important. They will turn away from hearing truth and will turn aside to myths. That people so often, there's this evangelical movement that people who once claimed to be Christian, who once claimed to be orthodox in their faith, have turned away and turned to this progressive movement of Christianity. And listen, my friends, it is not Christianity at all. It is a skewed form of Christianity that's sending people to hell because it's so false and so in error. People will say, well, Jesus might not have actually rose again from the dead. It might have been allegory to make, you know, some story up so people will understand this thing about this thing or whatever. That's garbage. There is historical, factual evidence that Jesus rose from the grave. And the linchpin of Christianity is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we can see that it actually happened if we look back in the pages of history and Jesus rose again so that we can be set free from our sin. So no, it's not allegorical for something. It doesn't have a deeper meaning. I've seen someone recently on, on, on TikTok. He does these TikTok lives. He says, I am the Messiah. Jesus didn't really come. So I'll get on these TikTok lives and listen to what he's saying. And, and people will bring up, you know, different prophecies about Jesus. So the virgin birth, for example. So they'll bring up the virgin birth and he'll say, what's the deeper meaning behind that? There's a deeper meaning behind every single one of these stories that you hear. Like, this is garbage. And people are actually buying this. This is one of the things that people are turning aside from the truth and turning to fables. They're turning to myths. They're turning, turning to heresies and apostasies. And it's evil, corrupt, and wicked. And God is not for it. He is against it. And Jesus says very clearly that if you are not with me, you are my enemy. If you are not with Jesus, you are an enemy of God. And I plead with every single one of you, if you are in this progressive Christianity movement, if you are in any part of the occult, come unto Jesus, the Jesus of the Bible, not the Jesus that you see in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Latter-day Saints in the Book of Mormon, not the, the Jesus that you see uh, in, in, in any other religion. The Jesus of the Bible is the Savior of the world. He is the Savior of humanity, and He can save you from your sins, and I know because He saved me from mine. So please, I beg with you, I plead with you, turn to Jesus. He will save you. He will change you. For I am already being poured out, this is verse 6, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time for my departure is close. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. My encourage to, encouragement to you, for those of you who are listening to this, who are Christians, who are in the faith, keep fighting the good fight, keep running the race, and keep the faith. Keep the faith. Stay in the faith. Stay ready in season and out of season. Be in the Word. Create and cultivate intimacy with God and the Holy Spirit. Do not live a spiritually lethargic life. Rather, live a spiritually alive life through Jesus and Jesus alone. And He will magnify everything in your life. Verse 8, There is reserved for me the crown of righteousness, which is the Lord, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. And not only to me, but all those who have loved His appearing. 
I love the day of your appearing. I want to hasten your return. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come for your beloved one. Your beloved one. Those are lyrics from a song called New Jerusalem by, uh, I I believe, uh, IHOP Kansas City. That's so powerful. That I'm longing for the return of Jesus and He will bless those who long for His return, who long for His coming. And I encourage every single one of you to be in the Word and pray, Jesus, come. Maranatha, come. Come, Lord Jesus, come. He will bless those who love His appearing. I love the day of your appearing. I want to hasten your return. The Spirit and the Bride say, come for your beloved one. For your beloved one. Man, what powerful lyrics from that song, New Jerusalem. I want to I actually pull up these lyrics if, if my other computer will work fast enough. I'm not sure if it will. It's kind of slow right now. Um, but if it doesn't, I, uh, it's totally fine. Just go look up those lyrics. It's so powerful. You know, uh, what, this, what this song says and what this song talks about, uh, New Jerusalem. Lyrics. New Jerusalem lyrics. And as that's loading, man, just follow Jesus. Don't follow anything else. Just follow Jesus. And I'm, I'm pulling that up right here. And my, my computer is being not as slow as it usually is. Still a little bit slow, but but faster than usual. All right, so here it is, okay. I'm looking for a city not made by human hands, and I'm longing for the garden where God once walked with man. For eternity is written on my heart, for I'm longing for the day we will never be apart. When every tear will be wiped away, there will be no sorrow, hurt, or pain. There will be no more night. All things will be made new. It will be a brand new day, and in righteousness He'll reign, and the Lamb will be the light. And behold, the tabernacle of God will be with men, and He will be our God, and we will be His people. And the bride, she will marry the Lamb. But until that day, I'm longing for the new Jerusalem. And I looked and saw a city descending down from heaven, prepared just like a bride for the Son of Man. For there's a day of gladness written on his heart. He is longing for the day when we will never be apart. When every tear will be wiped away, there will be no sorrow, hurt, or pain. There will be no more night. All things will be made new. It will be a brand new day. And in righteousness he'll reign, and the Lamb will be the light. And behold, the tabernacle of God will be with men. And he will be our God, and we will be his people. And the bride, she will marry the lamb. But until that day, I'm longing for a new Jerusalem. Here's the bridge. This is what I just said a few minutes ago. I love the day of your appearing. I want to hasten your return. The spirit and the bride say, come for your beloved ones. I love the day of your appearing. I want to hasten your return. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come for your beloved ones. And behold, the tabernacle of God will be with man. And He will be our God and we will be His people. And the Bride, she will marry the Lamb. But until that day, I'm longing for the new Jerusalem. Finally, the outro. I love the day of your appearing. I want to hasten your return. 
The Spirit and the Bride say, Come for your beloved ones. I love the day of your appearing. I want to hasten your return. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come for your beloved ones. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come for your beloved ones. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come for your beloved ones. I'm going to read verse 8 again, and that'll be the end of my show right after that. But there is reserved for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, righteous, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not only to me, but all those who have loved his appearing. I love the day of your appearing. I long the, for the day of your appearing. Jesus, come back. Jesus, Jesus, save us. Jesus, change us. Jesus, return, because what is promised in Scripture is that paradise that was lost will one day be paradise that is regained and that we will be with Jesus for eternity. And that is so, so powerful. So live and walk in that and follow Jesus. Guys, thank you all so much for listening. If you all could share this show with people, that would help me out so, so, so much. Um, helps get the word out about my show. I want I want to bring in new listeners every single day, day in and day out, um, and just give to you truth uh, from Scripture, truth about what's going on in the world today, uh, and, and really ultimately hope. Hope that Jesus is alive and that Jesus will change things if you allow Him to. So guys, with that being said, share it, like it, subscribe to my show. And finally, if you go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STONEWALL, you can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. It's one of the greatest deals that you'll ever have. MyPillow.com, use promo code STONEWALL. You can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for sharing. God bless you all and goodbye. Mike Lindell and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. My pillows patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million my pillows and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard my pillow now only 1988 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. You can also check us out at Stonewall's Perspective on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest news. Stay anchored.